This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. That's the dinner bell. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast. Hello, Ed. Hello, James. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. My name is James Acaster. My name is Ed Gamble. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, where we speak to a special, special guest every week and get them to tell us their dream meal. Their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side and drink. And today's guest is... Victoria Corrin Mitchell. Oh, you've seen her hosting Only Connect. She pops up on every panel show going, and she used to be a poker player professionally. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get to ask her about Only Connect, mm. but I've got a theory that it's all made up. You think uh, all the answers are made up? Yeah, it's not a thing. Not a thing, it's not. It's not uh, all, all of the people on it are actors. Mm-hmm. All of the answers are made up. They're not proper questions. Yeah. I love it. I watch it, I'd say, almost every episode. Right. But I've never got one right, so it can't be true. That'd be good, actually. If, if someone did just write a uh, yeah. scripted game show that yeah. it's all made up and just as an experiment to see when people will call it out and go, this is not, none of this is true. Yes. That'd be good. Like a Devon Brown experiment. Well, they've done it. It's called Only Connect. So oh, okay. the end round is like letters and you have to fill it in. Yes. You know that round. Yes. Uh, they'd cut out all the vowels or whatever. Yeah. Infuriating cause of arguments, my uh, girlfriend slash fiance person mm. yeah. will just shout the first thing that comes into her head, even if it's not a word. Yeah, so yeah. Be like, oh, I've, I've met her. Yeah. Ba, 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 but just keep talking until she gets it right. And it's, yes. you can't think. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I would hate to be around her head. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I've got that off my chest. Yeah. Uh, we can get on with the business of the business of podcast. Yes, uh, also uh, very important, if Victoria says a certain ingredient, we're going to kick her out of the restaurant. The secret ingredient this week is 
quail's eggs. A quail's egg. Because I think Victoria, she's a well-travelled lady. She travelled playing poker. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's. I think she's got expensive tastes and I think she's got fancy tastes. You're laying a gauntlet here. You're laying, you're laying a little trap. Yeah, I bet she said, I hate quail's eggs. What is the point of a quail's egg? Yeah, you don't like them. Have a normal small. egg. Yeah, have a normal egg. Yeah, why are we taking eggs from the quails as well? Leave them alone. You probably pay as much for a quail's egg as you do for a normal egg and yeah. it's not like it tastes any better. No. Tiny, no, not much difference in taste. Leave them alone, have a normal chicken's egg. The only place where a quail's egg should be is if you're making a hilariously small full English. Yeah, like a comically Yeah, a comically small, small full English. Like a little baby. For a little baby or a little squirrel. Yeah. But anyway, if it's on her menu, she's out the bloody restaurant. That sounds fair to me. Oh, oh I can hear a car pulling up outside, Ed. We better take our places. Victoria? To the Dream Restaurant. Thank you. This is the Dream <coughs> Restaurant. Oh, James, would you like to explain what's happened there? Hello, Victoria. I'm a genie. I've just appeared from a lamp. Oh, hello. Good to see you. Uh, I'll be your waiter for the evening. This is the Dream Restaurant. We can order whatever food you want from any point in your life, any time in your life, whatever your heart desires, even if it's food that you can't even buy anymore. I can get it for you. That sounds absolutely lovely. I felt like I really had to justify the genie there more than I've ever had to. <laughs> Victoria looked at me in a way that was like... <laughs> Do you know what? Because I was distracted by thinking, have you got solid hands? Because I was yeah, imagining yes. you appearing as a sort of gas. You know how they do? Yeah. And then the plates yeah. would fall through onto the floor. Oh, no, I've got solid hands, like the guy, in, like the Aladdin genie, for example. Okay. Like, he can hold stuff. And but does he have solid hands or can he just... He just because he turns into anything, doesn't he? He could turn into like a car. So yeah. He doesn't have hands. They're not solid. I can turn into a car if you want me to. I'm all about the practicalities. I don't know <laughs> if you ever see the genie in Aladdin carrying a tray of things. I'm not sure. I you see him carries a tray. Yeah, he, he, there's one, there's a scene where he's a waiter. He does he's play carrying a, waiter. a tray. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually just ordered Aladdin, weirdly, on DVD. This is, I'm not a very techno person. If we yeah. want to watch a film, yeah. DVD. I buy it on DVD and yeah. it comes in the post. Yes. But it's because we were going to watch. Zootropolis the other day and mm-hmm. I thought I was in a world where all cartoons are fine for children because they're mm-hmm. just cartoons yes and this one started it's about a rabbit that joins the police I've seen it it's have great. you seen it yeah. I love it yeah, but it's quite dark mm. it started and I thought oh do you know what my daughter's only three this is going to be I didn't realise there was such a thing as a cartoon mm. that might be a bit dark in theme well let me tell you how that film played out in yes. our house <laughs> about seven minutes in the rabbit joins the police yeah. And we went, wasn't that lovely? What a nice story. The <laughs> rabbit joined the police. And then we all watched 101 Dalmatians. I realised yeah. it was just going to be too dark for our little daughter. Anyways, I've ordered Aladdin on the internet thinking, the you actually mm. means something. You don't realise that. Yes. Right, yeah. You know, your whole life, you think you, PG, it doesn't, yeah. it's either, an, you know, 18 or it's not. Mm-hmm. And then you put in. What, what certificate is Zootropolis? 18? I think, no, no, well, it's PG. PG but actually, well. if you're three, yeah, yeah. that's a bit hardcore. You, yeah, need, yeah. you need some parental guidance, really. There was quite a frightening three. fox 
came in. Right, It was quite yeah. nasty, the fox. It was a bit violent. <laughs> it got a bit upsetting. But you thought, we're not watching this, we're going to stop watching this and we'll go on to the lovely 101 Dalmatians, which is about an evil woman trying to kill a load of dogs. Yeah. Literally kill them and skin them <laughs> yeah. and yeah. wear them as coats. Wear them as coats, yeah. But it's sort Quality of, it's, it's said in a nice way. Well, I don't forget ever was, actually. No, she, <laughs> I think it's quite explicit. She really, really spells out what she's going to yeah. do that badly. She's horrible. We got that one through. It was. It felt quite charming. Yeah. We, yeah, we maybe slightly talked loudly during the... The skinning, s- the skinning references. Yeah. yeah, moved on to watching American History X after that. Exactly. <laughs> Are you a foodie, Victoria? No. No. Okay. Straight, straight to the point. Depends what you mean by a foodie. I like food. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly eating. Mm-hmm. I mean, like everyone with a small child, I have maybe eleven meals a day. Right. Because I, because I didn't used to have breakfast, but they have breakfast. You think, well, I'll. I'll join her in a spot of ready break. Yeah, sure. You see yeah, someone yeah. eat alone. And then they need a snack. <laughs> yeah. That's because they're so small. Yeah. They run around with you constantly have to give yeah. them snacks, like putting batteries in. <laughs> and you think, oh, I'll have a bit of that snack. And then you have lunch together. Then they have their main meal in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. So you have a bit of that. Yeah. And then you have your dinner after they've gone to bed. So I definitely, I eat a lot of food, but I'm not very concerned about what it is. Okay. What's your favourite baby snack? Good question. Yeah, good question, right? I tell you what they love, muffins, right. which was not a thing, not muffins as in cakes. Mm. They're like, like it's like a fat bread roll and you cut it in half and anything on that. Okay. Cheese, peanut butter. Right. That's absolutely lovely. It, most things that babies eat, are not, if you, I don't have a very challenging palate. My brother is a food critic. I'll tell right. you his favourite food, chicken feet. That's who you should have on. You know, oh, all disgusting things, intestine, oh, like because yeah. he eats. First of all, he's got a very sophisticated palate, which I don't have. But also, he has so many meals in restaurants. He thinks how what you and I might want in a restaurant, which is maybe a steak in a nicely lit room. Yeah. He thinks how boring. Yes. Of Whereas course. if he goes in somewhere and you have to sit on a spike and someone brings you chicken feet <laughs> yeah. and sort of spits at you while you have it, what an interesting new concept. And he's really happy and he likes that kind of thing. It's but the I, same with all critics from across and it's the same with like comedy critics in Edinburgh. Yeah. If they're going to see eight shows a day, they, they want the thing where it's like, I, I need someone to come on stage and be naked at the beginning and kick me full in the face. Yeah. yeah, I and would like no yeah. jokes in there, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And you just want to go, listen, I'm a mainstream audience. I've paid £12. I yeah. want difference between cats and dogs. Yeah. My yeah. girlfriend, <laughs> good night. That's what I want. But I'm not, I, I don't, I'm frightened of eating in people's houses because they might have made you something interesting. Right, okay. Yeah, I went to... Um, my mother's boyfriend, who's quite a sophisticated person, was saying the other day about how they had some people for lunch and he'd just, he'd made ox tongue and they just mm. didn't, wouldn't have it. <laughs> and I just, and I had to kind of nod along, how rude, how rude, picky, picky. But I don't, I take sandwiches in a bag because there's so, there's just a lot of things which people... To their house. Yeah, because people think if you've got guests, you should impress them with something quirky and different yes I'm, yeah. I'm frightened of things that are quirky and different I think things like making something like ox tongue is a bit show, it's showing off really isn't it that's that more is like really, a, I, mean, I would text ahead yeah just so you know everyone I'm making ox tongue if anyone has a problem with that yeah or know, does anyone does any yeah yeah. I, I'm making ox tongue is that okay basically. Really object. I, I'd give them some options yeah well it depends it, people you see if somebody writes to me 
because you're going for dinner, they go, is there anything you don't eat? Mm. What they get back <laughs> is an essay. Yeah. Don't I, like, I, I don't mind. I, I will take sandwiches in a bag. Yes. Because if it's something, you don't want people to feel awkward and you just stuff them in and go, And do you oh. feel fine with saying to them, I'm not going to eat this time, I'm going to eat these sandwiches I brought with me, or do you go into the bathroom to eat them? Yeah, where do these sandwiches come into play? Luckily, it usually, on most social occasions, my husband is there, yeah. who is the politest person in the world. He's so much more well-mannered than me. So he would, honestly, he would eat the fork if you said it was part of the meal. Anything rather than put someone out, he would literally do it. So I can be there yeah. going, oh, his picky wife. Because if you've got both of us, at least one of us yeah. is going to have had the meal and gone, thank you, that was absolutely lovely. I mean, he okay. would, as he was stretched to the ambulance, yeah. he'd be shouting, that was lovely, <laughs> as he went out. So I feel like there's, I can kind of balance so it. So you're eating sandwiches at the table? With everyone else. No, I'd eat the sandwiches in the loop because I'd be hungry. No, I wouldn't eat my own food in front of people. Okay. I would go, oh, that's really... I'm actually weirdly completely full already. I've had two bites. That was amazing. Yeah. I'm just popping to the loo and then I quickly have a sandwich. Popping to the loo for a good 10 to 15 minutes. That's a baguette. It's like a little... It's just a bit of, you know, peanut butter on some plain... Plain bread. Uh, making a panini in the toilet. Yeah, like, <laughs> smell it. Yeah, sort of Scooby Doo really sandwich. Bread. I'm slicing yeah, the ham. <laughs> oh, those Scooby Doo sandwiches look like the best, didn't they? Yeah. I haven't thought about Scooby Doo sandwiches in a while. The but huge. Are that. they like sub sub yeah, sandwiches? Yeah, big like subs, big... and all the meat looks really kind of like that. That meat when you were a kid, which is the be- like the floppy. Floppy meat. Floppy meat. <laughs> yeah. The whole, you know, you could flap it around and it wouldn't break. But and like, you know. It just lulls out the side of the sandwich oh, with a sort of like cheese. Yeah. Meat, floppy. That, that meat that was a, a teddy bear's face. Does oh, anyone yeah. know what I'm talking about? Bear meat. Is it called no. bear meat? Might even be called bear meat, but it's not yeah. actual bear, Victoria. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah it's not, but like it's a you'd be safe if, if we put bear meat on a dinner menu, you could you don't need to bring your own sandwiches. It's not a tongue situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no, yeah, there's no, there's no. I don't remember one that looked like a teddy bear's face. Yes, yeah, so there's a teddy bear's face. There's a different shades of it. There it is. Benito's got it up on the thing there. There's three different shades. That's what the meat looks like there. Victoria's looking at it now. Okay, I'm going to get my glasses because from here. It looks like you've Googled some sort of skin disease. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you know what? Yeah, when you put the glasses on, I don't think your opinion's going to change much. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, I get it. It's sort of sideways. The eyes are there and those are the ears. Yeah. 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 Skin disease, mate. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I absolutely loved it as a kid, but looking at it now, I don't know what my parents were thinking <laughs> buying us that. that. That does look pretty horrific. You don't question it, though, do you? What you're going no. to eat as a kid. No. My grandma, who came from Eastern Europe, used to make a soup where the eggs had been boiled inside the carcass of the chicken. Oh. I think it's probably illegal to buy that now because it yeah. would have so many things mm. wrong with it. But it was it was a, a very traditional dish where the, e- the chicken did not yet laid the egg. Oh, so yes. if you boiled yeah. it... You, you could then cut Ugh. it open and get, and these are very small. They look like ping pong balls. They're very hard, solid eggs, and you know, very chewy. But I don't. I mean, I was just small. You oh, okay, that's food. You were just. But and then I've, yeah. went, I'm beginning I've, to see where some of your. Yes, some of your when I've told people since the faces from. that all three of you are doing. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happens if you haven't. If you discover yeah. it later in life, you go, yeah. oh, sort of weird, hard unhatched eggs that were boiled inside a chicken wow. corpse. That oh, sounds nice. Okay. But you just think it's completely normal. Yeah, of course. Normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, you do. Well, there's an episode of that uh, Final Table. Yeah. Um, which is a... I mean, Ed watched this. The cooking competition show the on Netflix. Netflix. And one of the 
uh, pairs. They cook. They have a chicken mm. that's got loads of like embryos in it, and they're just like, or there's loads of yolks. But they're like, and they're really happy that they found this yeah. chicken with loads of yolks in it, and they're like fishing them all out. But it does look pretty gross. Yeah. Hello, vegans. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I do think that's basically what this was. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Ugh, holy moly. I'd eat, I, I have to say, I'd eat a sandwich in the loo if that was on the menu. I don't think it was actually delicious. With the em- embryos in the, in the middle of it, was it? I think I would be the polite. I think I would just end up doing it. I'd end up eating it. I think I always say, when they say, is there anything you don't eat? I think, no, it's fine. Even though some things I don't like, but like I say, it's fine. And I'll just eat whatever I'm given. I have to. Would there be anything that would make you have a toilet sandwich? Uh, like maybe like the head of an animal and you can just see all the features still <laughs> if they serve me that if it's, it's like the, it's the features that are the issue yeah if they serve me like an otter's head yeah or whatever and it and looks, all, just scared. See, it looks yeah, all scared from the moment I can see it all <laughs> boiled or, or whatever looking at me I'll probably go oh, I can't bite into that fair enough mate go and get a toilet sandwich <laughs> <laughs> but it's That's quite, from, like, you have the responsibility you see when you've got your own child you have you realise that responsibility that you're giving them things that they will think is normal food yeah I tell you what my daughter has a lot of venison right? <laughs> so who has who has venison outside you know books about Robin Hood yeah. but the reason is they used to well, she hasn't had it a lot lately but they sell it in the supermarket minced right in a pack and it's got this really long sell by date yeah. so on the sell by date on mince You'll have your lamb mince, which may be a couple of days. Beef, six days. Venison, be like two weeks. Right. So you could get this venison and you can make all the things you would use beef. Yeah. You could do bolognese, risotto, all sorts of stews. Yeah. You could do it all with venison. And it costs about the same and it lasts for ages. And I thought, well, I just sort of bought it a lot. And then I heard her saying to somebody at nursery, I think, we're having venison for tea. (laughs) (laughs) This is just ridiculous. Making her sound like some sort of 18th century nobleman. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. She goes over to her friends to eat. I I prefer venison bolognese. (laughs) Oh, is this beef? (laughs) Can we get you some still or sparkling water to begin with? Tap. Tap. Oh, well. Very assertive on the table. Why always tap? Because sparkling water tastes like the devil's jism. <laughs> and still is just tap, but you've paid for it and it comes in a bottle, which is stupid. Okay. So I would think, you know, there are a few good things left about living in Britain, but one of them is you can just yeah. you can just drink the water out of the tap, so that is fine. You can drink tap water. The, Ed likes heavy metal, so... The uh, the devil's jism sounds like a band I would like. Yeah, you would love it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd really said, like that. a cup of the devil's jism? I don't feel like a... Sparkling water's like the, dev- the devil. It's so chicken. disgusting. And you know, the interesting thing is people treat it like it's normal. It didn't used to be. I'm sure when I was a child, nobody had sparkling water. Yeah. And now they'll put it in your glass. And I forget people think it's normal. So I'll reach for a glass of water yeah. and have a big gulp. And it's all kind of soapy and fizzy and just <laughs> disgusting. Like you wouldn't think water could go off, but it's like it's off. You have to try not to spray it all over the floor. It's soapy water. It's really horrible. It's like soapy water, actually. I wouldn't want to drink soapy water. Now that Victoria's put it like that, I think it's the devil's jism. I think the devil's... I mean, I don't, let's not get too far into it, but I think the devil's jism will be spicier. Yeah, it'd be hotter. Yeah. Oh, actually, it's got a good point. I'm kind of going to, to and fro with this one. Yeah. Big, 
I bet that's the title of the autobiography of one of the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Which is the kind of thing it would yeah. be. Very good for, uh, for, for, for charades. But tap water is absolutely fine. Maybe, be, maybe ginger beer, like fiery ginger beer, would be more like the devil's chisholm. That's nice, though. It is nice, but then people like sin. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they love so, sin. So, you know, I think it might taste quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, who am I to say? Yeah, you'll never taste the devil's jism. You're a lovely lad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poplums or bread, Victoria? Poplums or bread? What? I mean, is it... Am I having a curry? This is what you... If you choose poplums or bread, that's what happens in this restaurant. Yeah. Bread, although my brother, who, as I say, is a more sophisticated diner than me, says it's terrible to have bread because you get really full. This is the kind of thing that my husband and brother fight about right. okay, yes. we're, not, we're not we're not like the Roonies there's not a yeah, like, big yeah. you know brother, but my brother says it's really bad to have bread before a meal because then you're all full before the nice things come you've, you've filled up on sodge and but my husband says there's literally nothing in the world that's nicer than bread and butter yes. so what are you saving yourself for yeah. you're, you're going without the best thing oh, yeah. all, all his politeness goes out the window when it comes yeah. to a bread debate <laughs> if he, it, well it, you know, if he was served it he would yeah. eat it but, no, but it, 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 oh, definitely bread Bread with lots of butter. I love. I'll eat butter just neat with a spoon. On its own. Yeah. Have you yeah. done? You've done that in the past. Yes. You got a brand you, you like? A favorite brand? Actually, if it's allowed to say, I mean, I we have lower pack. You got lower yeah. pack. I like a bit of lower pack. Good stuff. So you'll eat. I mean, I suppose butter's just a thick, thick yogurt, isn't it? Really, you can eat that with a spoon. Yeah, but it's sort of salty. Mm. I mean, it's really good. You want to put it really thickly on things. So, oh, dear, there's a little bit left on the knife. Well, it's not nice to put it back in the tub, is yeah. it? So I'll just, I'll just worry that down. Would you eat the little Lurpak man, the trombone player? I would. Would you eat him? Straight in. On his own? Yeah. I mean, butter is, is you know, it's just that's the greatest thing. I'd take his trombone first and spread that oh, on so you could see his face when you take away everything that he loves yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then I'd, I'd be like oh yeah you really want to die now don't you say like, yeah please take me and then, I'll, and then I'll spread him on when he begs when he begs to die you begin to say yeah please take me too yeah please take me yeah please I've got nothing to live for anymore you take my trombone <laughs> such a that's a that'd be a PG wouldn't it yeah that would definitely be a PG you wouldn't show that to your daughter that horrible scene where the little Lurpat <laughs> man got everything he would love to take it away from them begged for death <laughs> that's that's Pitiful. Well, but I'm interested that you offer bread or poppadoms as a choice because that's that's mm. never occurred to me. I think a poppadoms is that you have you have it with chutney, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's, that's yeah. like a starter, not a side thing. But it oh, would is the middle ground because you wouldn't be too full, would you? You'd have the. I think both of them. You have them at the same point in the meal. You have them before you have the proper starters. You know, you have those first, and then you might have some you know, pakoras after that or something. Yeah, I would never have poppadoms. Is not a good enough starter. No. I think I'd always go poppadoms, and then if I was having a curry, like a sheet kebab or something like that. Yeah, and then, and then the full curry. But you don't have them on your own. You have them with the jam on, don't you? Yeah, poppadoms and jam. Yeah, the, well, the, the mango it's, it's basically jam. Big <laughs> yeah. spoonfuls of lovely mango jam. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is mango jam. Yeah, yeah. Exactly who, who are we kidding? Yeah, it is. It's like a, uh, like a mince pie. Any particular bread? Oh, well, I mean, I'd have a a sort of a wholemeal thing. Yeah. But no, I don't think so. If you go to a very smart restaurant, they bring you a basket with, it's all different sorts Mm. of bread, isn't it? And I quite like the ones that have stuff in, you know, you sometimes get Mm. one that's got raisins in or rosemary. Right. Oh, but I'm in a restaurant. I'm not at home, am I? Yes, oh, definitely. Oh, yes, Whatever you would want from... In that case, I'd have a a sort of warm wholemeal bread roll Uh 
with some raisins in. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, it sounds nice, like a fresh. My mum used to, oh, yeah, my mum's made bread with raisins in for a while. But now you've said that, remembering that fresh out the, oh, really recently out the oven bread with raisins. It's mm. delicious with, some, with a lot of butter on it. Oh, I would like that, actually. Ed, can you get me some as well? No, you're getting it. Oh, yes. You're the genie. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm the genie. <laughs> yes. Oh. I often think people, I find myself when I'm spreading butter publicly mm. in a restaurant scenario, I feel the glare of people. Yeah, well, that's because... I feel like, oh, because I'm, I'm spreading it on quite thickly. People are like, what's this guy doing? That's because when you do it, you're like, you like that, I'm taking everything away from you. <laughs> You 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 beg you beg for it you beg for it <laughs> you dirty little trombone. Why everyone's looking at you? <laughs> but also they never give you enough. They, no, they give you no. tiny, like a one a little, little one, but often straight out of the fridge, so you can't mm. oh, spread it. And nothing it's, annoys me. And more. you have to go. Oh, could, would you? Oh, could you think? Would it be? Oh, would you? Get yeah. some more butter. Yeah. And then they bring yeah. one more pat, so you have to do it again, and it's yeah. really humiliating. <laughs> oh, I hate having to unwrap, when it's the yeah, having to unwrap it like a little packet. But like actually. So what's weird is, I would say, so now I'm imagining how when I've got to unwrap a pack of butter and I like, I don't like it when it is too soft and I've got to unwrap it because then all the paper is like getting into the butter and I'm having a scoop and it's all overlapping and getting in and messy. So I would like it that when I unwrap it, it's solid. But then as soon as it's unwrapped, it goes soft. (laughs) (laughs) So you've invented a new type of butter. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to put those ideas out there and then scientists can hear them and work on it. But that is really, because that's sort of spreadable butter, isn't it? But that doesn't come in a, in, in a wrapped in paper. Mm. But spreadable butter is a thing. It probably yeah. has something evil in it because mm. it is just butter, but magically... Yeah, Lurpak. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. We have Lurpak at home as well. Yeah. Tell you what I do at a hotel buffet, if you get the little wrapped paper packs, mm. open it a little bit, get your toast, put the butter under the hot toast for 10 seconds or so, and that makes it soft enough to spread. You're an amateur. i tell you what I do. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Take a huge handful. Yeah. Eight or ten pats. Yeah. Put them in my handbag, ready for the next morning. Then they're room temperature by the time you have breakfast the following day. You walk around all day with ten packs of butter in your handbag? Oh, yes. Well, it depends. If it's in a hot country, yeah. I'll leave them in the room. Because okay. otherwise it's just silly, isn't it? They're just going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but your, your classic British holiday... Yeah. Yeah. Pack yeah, them handbag. Up. Big old handful, put yeah. them in your handbag. And then you hope ready- nobody's looking when you fish them out. It doesn't and then you're ready to make your own toilet sandwiches from scratch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got, you got a whole business to run. Well, we come to your starter now. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, so the, the, the big guns come out. Uh, is, is this from a certain time of your life or you, you had it at a certain place? Yes and no. i tell you what I like as a starter. Mm. An avocado. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It could be vinaigrette it could be with prawns yes but i like an avocado and and that's because i was thinking what would i always be pleased to see yeah and it would be that but i did when i when i was but i did but when i was small i used i just have it if we went to restaurant i have an avocado as a starter but just with nothing on it just chopped up and it Mm -hmm. used to make my dad very sad because he would say you could have that at home you see he my my brother i think is cut from the same cloth he would think once you're in a restaurant, why don't you have something that you couldn't have at home that chicken you couldn't feet. cook? Sort of. Thing. Well, maybe not chicken feet, but something very complicated yes. with a lot of sauces, soufflés, difficult mm-hmm. things. Why would you just have an avocado that you could you could chop up? But I thought it was just silly. Why not just have the thing that you most want? Sure. Why that's an the... endless conundrum there, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I, I guess they don't want that. They wouldn't want 
that's not what they want. If they want to re- go to a restaurant, they need that flair, that sort of... I think people tell themselves that's what they want. Right, okay. So they want to go and tuck into an anecdote. Mm. Yeah. But actually, if it's something you'd never have, it's probably because you don't like it. I mean, cooking's yeah. not that difficult. Yeah. So if you really liked something, you'd have it a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, I fear the new. Well, the, avoc- the avocado <laughs> at, at some point was new. That must have been a big sure. step for you. Well, I think I had it too young to... Because they give it to kids because it's, it's a good texture. It's in between, yeah. right, you know, yeah. your puree and your solid food. Mm. So it's a, we don't go abroad very much because I feel like, you know, that's that's paying a lot of money to go somewhere with food you don't eat, new a language th- you don't things. speak, and people you don't know. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, so you can't see any appeal in it. But before, but before we move on, before we move on from it, yeah. from this point... yeah. You well, can't see any appeal in going abroad at all. Well, it's, it's, I can see when you come back now you've been there. But it's, <laughs> That's what it is. But it's, <laughs> you, you can just say you weren't. You don't need to go. It's frightening, yeah. isn't it? We've we found one or two hotels yes. that we quite like. And if we, go, we, just, we just go there. Every time you go on holiday, yeah. you yeah. just go there. And then they just know... Oh, it's the Mitchells. Yeah. Get the butter ready. Yeah. <laughs> Put the avocado in the kitchen. Yeah. But it, Where are these it, hotels at the bottom of your street? No, it, no, abroad. So there's, <laughs> there's, there's one in Italy. There's one in Italy, basically, I'm thinking of, that we've just, we go quite often because it's quite nice. Uh-huh. They do a nice spaghetti. But most of the time... We have holidays in the UK. It's lovely. You take the car, you can just put everything in there. You can yeah. get all, almost everything you own. You <laughs> yeah. stick, it in the back, stick it in the back of the car. You go somewhere you know you're going. Everything's nice and familiar. Yeah. That's what, that's what you want to get away for, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just get away and just lose yourself in the familiarity of life. Yes. If there's one phrase I really disagree with, it's a change is as good as a rest. Right. Yeah. It absolutely is not. Yeah. There's nothing less restful than change. It's stressful. <laughs> and frightening you don't know what it's going to be what if you're allergic to it yeah what if it's poisonous this is what you don't know when you say you're taking almost everything you own what's the biggest thing that you take with you from your house do you take like i we do take a portable fridge great yes Uh, i'm just thinking about things we've got a portable fridge we we take a dvd player because Often you're just staying in, aren't you? In the in the hotel in the evening, you're just no. staying. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said that they're like no. Most people on holiday go out in the evening and uh, do local stuff. And Clubbing. Take things in. Yeah, Why they, would you want to do they that? They go and do something in the. Most no. they go on holiday and stay and watch a DVD every night. Well, we do because yeah. if you go out, you might get mugged. You might yeah. get lost. Yeah. You know, or you'll just go and have a meal that you don't understand. Yeah. But if you just stay in the hotel, that, that's that's lovely. But how would you watch? A, you know, you switch. The television is going to be in a language you don't understand. Yes. Um, so what you want is to watch a nice film. You 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 you're younger than me. You probably understand how to make a film play off your computer onto the television or your phone or yeah. that, that yep. kind of thing. Yeah, we don't understand that. So, <laughs> if, but if you take. Um, a DVD and a couple of SCART leads, yeah. you know, a DVD player. Yeah. Usually you can sort of plug that in. So we take DVDs yeah. and DVD players, that's nice. And um, and a little fridge. And that way, if if the room service menu is daunting, you can just buy something, can't you? You can just buy something daunting. in there. Buy some avocados. Well, it can be daunting. Yeah. If, if you can, you know, something, everything's all sort of spicy. So you put it in your little fridge. Yeah. And you're all set up. I know what you're thinking. Why not stay at home? Yep. Because you feel like you ought to go on holiday. Right. But... <laughs> So you're going on holiday because you feel there's societal pressure to go on holiday. 
Yeah. Yeah, because you do, otherwise you feel regret. You look back and go, oh, we never went on holiday. Yeah. But now you'll look back and go, I'm glad we travelled there and yeah, ate we our own food and watched <laughs> our own DVDs. I watched the first, seven min- <laughs> the first seven minutes of Zootropolis in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't often, we don't usually go to, normally we go to Wales or Cornwall or somewhere. You just. I think there's a lot to be said for UK travel as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, think yeah, I do I enough of it holidays wise. You know yeah. what you're going to get? I travelled a lot before I was married because I, I was a, a, a professional poker player for a long time. Mm. That, that life is slightly disappearing over the horizon. But I travelled a lot then. I went to a lot of different places. But you were always in the casino. So yeah. it was always the same. Wherever you were in the world. Yes. You know what you're getting. 24-hour cocktails, a lot of jangly slots. Yeah. And people trying to cheat you out of your money. And casino... Food menus, are they pretty much the same worldwide then? Pretty much the same worldwide. It's a a lot of toasted sandwiches Mm -hmm. and usually a Chinese menu and an Arabic menu because of the cultures that love gambling. Right. They love gambling. Yeah. So um, often and you want everything to feel nice and lucky. All of Chinese culture is lucky. Right. Uh, so we borrow a lot from it in the casino world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of red lanterns and, and yeah. noodles and sort of for a vaguely lucky feel. And you might go and do a bit of sightseeing, but you can always go back to the casino 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, you put it there. Yeah, and the, 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 the food is, well, it slightly depends. It depends whether they think you might play something other than poker. If they think you might give them a spin on the the blackjack or the roulette or the dice or something, now... You're giving them the action, so they will bring out great platters of right, swan. Okay. Right. And, you know, what it's like this. If you're a high roller and you're playing yeah. the proper gambling table games, it's like this. Genies appear and go, what's your yeah. favourite thing in the world? Let us oh, bring that right. for you. Um, if they think you're only going to play poker, right. they don't care if you dig something so, out of the bin. I mean, they're just... Because poker play, you're not playing against the house. You're playing against each other. They yeah. give you right, the table yeah, space, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not gambling in the same way. Yeah. It's kind of a skill game with a bit of luck involved and you, they don't they sort of resent you did you ever go outside of poker then or did you always stick to poker I do know I'm very leaky I, I, I played roulette for years uh, terribly I'd t- I absolutely don't, <laughs> don't recommend it and I play a bit of blackjack but only in uh, Vegas that was my rule to myself I'm allowed to play blackjack when I'm in Vegas right. but you can't play everywhere because otherwise it's, it's too because I, I was in too many casinos I travel too much yeah. and if you play those things there's just your, 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 you know, you're having to, you know, sell yourself on the street to get home again. And you right. know, the, the amount people will pay at my age, frankly, I couldn't get back from a lot yeah. of those places. So I tended not to. I stood at the airport with a mini fridge and a DVD player. <laughs> yeah, going, exactly. How am I going to get home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was before. It's odd because people think how very glamorous and brave. Yeah. You yeah. go off to somewhere you've never been completely unknown and you're gambling with strange. But it's not like that at all because actually it's. It's very, it's, it's very safe because it's very predictable and familiar. You know what you're going to get. You know what the casino will be like. You know what the players will be like. It's a way of socialising. You actually don't have to speak at all. Yeah. You get, yeah. Some of my closest friends, I have sat with them for 10 hours at a time and I'd say, we've not exchanged two words. <laughs> and so it was, it was actually a very, a very safe life in a way. But oh, so no. And that's what you're trying to recreate now with your holidays with your family. Well, I married somebody who's very like me. Yeah. So he sort of shares the idea that, you know, don't be completely jumping into the unknown. Mm. Anything could happen. There might be tigers. Yeah. And you sit next to each other all the time, but you've never spoken, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I speak to him. But yeah, that conversation is still, all we do a crossword. So we're going with an avocado yeah. to start. Yeah. 
Do you, uh, do, you want pr- do you want prawns? Do you want vinaigrette? Do I think vinaigrette. Vinaigrette, I avocado vinaigrette. vinaigrette. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Lovely start. Lovely nice fresh, fresh start. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Main course? Well, this is difficult to narrow down. My main thing is... Is this something I'm only ever I'm going to have once, or is this the meal of my dreams, or mm. what would I always want it to be? Do you see what I mean? I it's it's however you feel like you want to interpret it. I would say uh, towards the side of this is the dream restaurant, so you can have whatever you want. You're yeah. never going to be in the dream restaurant again. Yeah, this is like so the best meal. If, if it was like you know a really big but important birthday, and everyone was like, it's going to have. You know, whatever you want to eat, yeah. a great meal. Maybe a ploughman's? <laughs> no, because you want to know that it's going to be nice. If you, if it's an important birthday, <laughs> because it's all very well. Victoria, I did not see any of this. <laughs> no, because if it's your special birthday and everyone's come and you've looked forward to I've it. I've only just, for, for the listener, yeah. since Victoria said ploughman's, I've only just taken my hands away from my face. <laughs> I love that you really set us up as well by going, is it like a big meal that yeah. you can only have once? We're like, yeah, it can be. You're like, okay, Plowman's. <laughs> I love, I love a Plowman's. I love it. Because you don't want to go, I tell you what I'll have. I'll have a lobster pasta with a bit of grated truffle on the top. And then it's you your disappointment. No, because it's sort of a disappointment. I mean, the, the meals that I remember as being very special are often you like you were sitting in a lovely place. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, we, we once, we had a meal in a restaurant of a hotel where you could see Mount Etna. Mm-hmm. It was this mm-hmm. incredible view and these, there were these ancient ruins. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. But I don't remember what we ate. Spe- probably spaghetti. I probably went, oh, I probably yeah. looked at the spaghetti and went, oh, can you do just one, just like a plain one? Yeah. With a bolognese. But parents, you're never disappointed, are you? You're never disappointed. But if I, it's the dream restaurant, we could, you can definitely have two sorts of cheese. So if I'm oh, yeah, designing... Can, look, go wild. <laughs> so you could have a cheddar and a Stilton. Yes. So then it's not like you yeah. wouldn't have variety. i tell you another thing. No celery. No celery. That's always a disappointment. 
yeah. you know when you order well, a plan you're really looking forward to it you've mm-hmm. got somewhere and you because the thing about a plowman's here's the thing people don't know where do you think the phrase plowman's lunch comes from well uh, i i would assume it's people who used to work on plows that's what they used to have for lunch right yeah now i i know that but however obviously i know that we've been set up here yeah so i'm gonna say that it uh was the lunch of a assassin <laughs> <laughs> and when would you then when would you think it dates from? when do you think would be the earliest use of the phrase plan 2013 <laughs> a little bit early no it was invented in 1963 by the milk marketing board Oh, yes, yeah, I was going to say, like, 18th century no, or something. No, It was a ploy to sell more cheese. It was invented. There was literally right. a meeting where they went, we need to come up with yeah. some sort of special meal that has a dairy product as the central focus, which isn't it's going to be about cheese. And they came up with the plan was lunch, and it was really devised, and they made adverts for it and everything. Um, very annoyed that they ca- that's what they came up with. But you can you can you, you can always get one because if you if you're at a nice pub, especially a nice gastro pub, they'll always do they'll always have it on the menu. But even if somewhere doesn't have it on the menu, they can usually rustle it up, and it's never a disappointment. But if you think it's going to be a good one, you don't want to see celery on the plate. I agree. I agree with that. With that, totally. I hate celery. Ha- celery is one of the few things that I genuinely hate. I, I quite like celery. How it tastes horrible. <laughs> I quite like it. It tastes Juicy. simultaneously. Of nothing and horrible. I like some juicy celery. That's exactly it. Yeah. It simultaneously tastes of nothing yeah. and horrible. Yeah. How it's have all, they done that? I don't know right. how they've managed it. It was quite impressive in a way, but get it away from my mouth. I like it if it's juicy. I like juicy celery that's like watery and I dip it in stuff. Yeah, see, you, oh, dip, you yeah. dip it in dip stuff. Dip it in stuff. That's the thing. It's a, it's a vehicle for other flavours. You you've made it taste of Philadelphia. That's cheating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. You, just, you should just have a fork full of Philadelphia. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's the fizzy water of vegetables. Yeah. Really. It's disgusting. Imagine some fizzy celery. Would you like that? <laughs> no. I want to dig into it's never a disappointment because I would say it's never uh, a plowman's lunch is never a disappointment because the bar is very low. It's not low. Because it's not that great. So you were saying about truffles and lobster and a nice sauce and that, that there's a risk of being disappointed because you think, oh, this will be amazing. So obviously, but with Plowman's lunch, you think it's just a Plowman's lunch. It can't be. It won't be. Like, it, won't, it may good not luck be messing this up. It may not be disappointing, but it's never amazing, is it? You of never course, go, it's amazing. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. What a bit of who's ever leant over across the table to their friend and gone, try this. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop yes. what you're doing get a forkful of this pickle yeah have some of this the reason they haven't done that yeah. is because they know the other person will have had that at some point in their life mm. because it's the best meal <laughs> it's, no I'm sorry a bit of crusty warm bread a smear of Stilton a bit of apple maybe look it sounds Branston. good it's amazing so it starts sounding so t- t- take mean, us through all the components of your dream plowman. Good, I'm glad you said that. So I'd like triangles of bread, wedges of mm-hmm. triangular bread, most of it sort of slightly nutty brown bread, yep. but maybe a white, maybe like a bap, a flowery, you know, lovely. You could have both sorts of bread. Your cheddar, your Stilton. Are there particular cheddars and Stiltons that you're into? No, they're all good. But mature, mature, mature very mature, mature cheddar, and quite. You don't want a hard. You don't want not fridge cold Stilton. That mm-hmm. would be disgusting. Yeah, yes. I quite like the kind you get at Christmas in a jar. Yes. You spoon it out. Amazing. Yeah, love oh, that. Yes, soft Stilton. Then you need something sweet. I would say grapes. 
Yeah. Bit of apple is nice. Yeah. And some Branston pickle. The, you've, you've, there is a con, right, that I can see that you've fallen for, is that people, for a meal to be special, mm. it's got to be very fancy. Right. And that isn't true. That isn't true. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you've, mis- you've misinterpreted my problem with your family's lunch here. No, I definitely, I, 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 I don't think meals have to be fancy to be not, but that, that is... Uh, it's salty, it's sweet, it's nourishing. Mm. You've got a range of flavours on the plate, different colours are there. I think James has got an issue with cheese in general. Here's the thing, on the podcast in the past, I've got angry uh, about people having cheese and biscuits for dessert. That really winds me up. And I swear to God, if you're going that way, I'm going to... No, no, I'm not. It's, it's, no, it's not a dessert. You didn't I will think. flip this table. Because like, if you're having a plowman's lunch and cheese and biscuits for dessert, I will not be held responsible for it. Especially when you had bread and poppadoms or bread as well. There's a lot of bread involved there. I'm going to get very angry. But I've got a history of getting angry. Ed, Ed likes cheese and biscuits as a dessert. Love it. Uh, he's insane. Well, what do you mean as a dessert? It's, it's as, as well. No. If, you it's know, a different course. So we went, oh, we, we went oh, for a meal Going into day. this, I bet you thought you got me outnumbered, didn't you, you little worm? But now, <laughs> Victoria's on my side. Yeah, it's not We went dessert. for a meal the other day and the dessert menu came and the, there was a choice of four or five desserts or cheese and biscuits. What kind of cut price clip joint was this? It was Tom Carriage's restaurant at the Corinthia <laughs> Hotel. As a matter of fact, I've eaten at that restaurant yeah. and Tom Carriage was there yeah. and it was lovely to see him when he came and shook hands. Yeah. So I'm not... <laughs> no. I would say it was too noisy. Other than that, it's a fantastic place. So no, you know, I don't mean to. But also, here's the thing with Tom Carriage. He's all about the weight loss, which is lovely. Understand yeah. that's nice for people. Yeah. Oh, why don't you just have some salmon and onions in a tray? That's nice because it's delicious and also you get thin. But I don't believe in being thin I don't like I associate yeah. it with misery uh-huh. I, so yeah, I've only okay. ever been thin when I'm really unhappy yeah. so I don't really like that I, and I know it makes people very happy and Tom Kerry just lost lots of weight cooking what is no doubt delicious food so <laughs> this is nothing but so he would be a person that would go dessert or cheese well Kerry's just been on this podcast oh has he yeah and uh, yeah well I mean his his dessert was a massive ice cream sundae and his, kid, <laughs> and his, his drink was 24 cans of Stella so uh, <laughs> you know he would probably agree with you but <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting well, maybe because his books lately have been very much low calorie oh, yeah, really, really good healthy meal yeah, filling stuff delicious yeah. but I'm disappointed that I didn't notice that on the menu and if I had I might have refused I'm to I'm sure pay. you could have I'm sure you could have had both I don't think there's mm. you know yes. I just I felt bad about asking for two things when these guys were just having their pudding puddings. and cheese and you know what you're meant to have the cheese first people get it wrong in this country right you're meant to have your main course and then the cheese mm. because you carry on drinking the red wine through and it goes really oh, well with the yeah. cheese. Yeah, makes sense. And then you have the pudding afterwards. Yeah, then have a pudding afterwards like yeah. a normal person yeah. and not a pudding. All right, I'll do that next time. But if you don't with like cheese, then obviously you're not going to understand what's I do like be. cheese, but I would just have it, you know, I'll maybe have it of an evening on its own or a lunch, like yeah. at, like around Christmas time or something with my family. I'd have a little lunch and have some cheese and biscuits and bread and stuff like that. But it would never, never as my option for my dream meal. Oh, a ploughman's you, I, if you know what, because we know each other quite well, but not well enough. I'm really holding back here. <laughs> You're very kind. Yeah, we can but, tell by the way you just looked at your fingernail and sort of violently picked away at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inflict pain upon myself. I mean, if you were Joel Dobbit, you'd be getting both barrels right now. Uh, <laughs> But also, it's, it's the fact that you've already had bread as well. You've had bread, 
already. Well, I didn't. You offered. I wouldn't have had it. So I told you. I understand. Well, that's, that's, that's on us. It's. I wouldn't. Victoria not... knew that she was heading to the ploughman's. <laughs> I, I offered her poppa dobs or bread. Yeah, well, I've not, I'm not very self-disciplined. Yes. You know, okay. I do. It's. Yes. The, I. I agree that you shouldn't have a lot of bread before a meal because it slightly spoils it, especially if your main course is bread. But <laughs> if you come around with a basket of fresh bread, yeah, yeah, sure, okay, you know, that's going to be. You can even set some of the bread aside and wait for the ploughman's to arrive. You know, that could. You could be spreading the av- the avocado starter on it. You get there. Oh, that would be very nice. You've had a lovely fresh green starter. Yes. Now a nice bit of carb. I tell you when I agree with the lovely ploughman's, if you've been for a long walk or something, that sounds nice. A long walk in the country and then you go to a lovely pub and have a ploughman's. Yeah. That just feels like the right sort of yeah. thing to have. Yeah, and do you know Maybe. when it's even nicer? Mm. Without the walk. You just, <laughs> you just go in the pub and have the plowmans. You know, sure. that's, just yeah. drive to the pub. That's lovely. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I like other things. I'm not saying I only eat bread and cheese, but if you're saying sure. what is the nicest yeah. thing, yeah, yeah, no, if I was going to be got absolutely got a, honest, be open-minded about this. If you, if you get away from just trying to be elegant or thinking what ought I to think, if you, you know, just strip it all away and you're mm. totally honest with yourself, what is the nicest thing? A bit of cheese on toast. I just feel like a bit... I mean, because it is like a long-standing thing on this podcast that I get angry at uh, cheese and biscuits for dessert, I just feel like I've been ambushed in, and didn't expect it yeah. uh, during a different course with yeah. this. That's what, do, do you, what it feels do, like. Do, I wasn't expecting this attack now during the mains. But do you accept that any of the... Okay, listen, if you're going to give me a hard time about the cheese, you know what my problem is? People that say main when they mean main course. It's not a noun. You're your mains. Your mains. Your mains. Absolutely takes the joy out of it. Plonk it down on there. Here's your mains. What do you want as a main? Awful. Main course. Main course. Not mains. Um, do you accept... That any good main course is going to involve cheese. If I hadn't said a plowman's, I might have said mm. a lovely pasta with some sure. parmesan it's grated nice. on it. Mm-hmm. A cheeseburger yeah. is always yeah. lovely. I think the cheese is, of all the elements, the cheese is, I have the least problem with maybe. Yeah. I think the biscuits I have more of a problem with when you have your cheese and biscuits for dessert because it's, it's that they're more plain and just boring. They look nice in Carriage's Place, didn't they? They did look nice, yeah, in Carriage's yeah. Place. But like still, most of the time, cheese and biscuits, the biscuit part is just yeah. so dull. Uh, that like I get very angry. I like with the that. Hovis ones that are basically digestive. Yeah, they're, they're awful. I love them. Digestive with a bit of Stilton on the top. Absolutely lovely. Yes, please. Cheese is the oh, best. No, this is why I would stuff. really struggle to be vegan. And the truth is, the dairy industry is more cruel mm-hmm. and horrible than the meat industry. It's worse. Mm. But I couldn't. I couldn't give up milk. You know when they ask you when you do interviews for things, they often ask you. You know, there's like when it's just a one-off interview for a magazine or something. What's your guilty pleasure? Mm. And it's infuriating because people say things. They say, oh, it's watching Downton Abbey. Why would you feel guilty about that? Yeah, sure. Why? Don't be ridiculous. Sure. It's part of the same thing, which says your best meal has to be, you know, crab grated onto a rare precious stone yeah. rather yeah, than just yeah. something nice. What's your guilty pleasure? So it doesn't really have. Me. They asked my husband, "What's your guilty pleasure?" And yeah. he said, "I do like to fuck a prostitute." <laughs> I don't know if you can put that on. A, but you know, it's got to be something you would actually have a reason to feel guilty yeah. about. So. So for me, it's dairy products. Mm-hmm. I was a vegetarian and then I kind of fell off the wagon and now I, I try and have a bit less meat. But dairy, I mean, it's truly a pleasure and I really feel guilty. Yeah. Yes. And uh, cheese. The Downton Abbey industry is actually very cruel as well. <laughs> yes. My guilty pleasure is saying mains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mains. <laughs> guilty pleasure. Mains. Uh, before we move on as well, I mean, I feel, uh, but like... Um, I know you don't want to move on, James. I know you want to keep going around the houses about the ploughmen. But the decision's more, bit, the order's locked questions. in. I have two more questions. Right, okay. One is that, is there pickled onions on your ploughmen's? 
what do you mean on the plate? Just on the plate. <laughs> oh, on the plate. Yes. Yeah, onion? no, there, there is. And I might have, but I put, yeah, you might have a bit of a slice, a bit of a slice of pickled onion for, for the bit of crunch. Okay. Also, um, <laughs> there's other sorts of these kind of things, isn't there? There's plowmans. Yes. But isn't there other things that are named? There's like other. Like what? Muns. Muns? There's other muns. Is there? You've dishes. got to name some of the muns because I, I think we're in muns? the dark here. Hellman's mayonnaise? Yeah. But Hellman is not There's really. Plowman's, but I swear I've seen like other meals. Spiderman? That are like, you know. This is I what can't I find really interesting. Think now. Your, your skepticism about a plowman's lunch being the best thing. This is what I find interesting. Yes. You're, you're dressed today quite normally. You've Thank got you. a sort of jumper and trousers on. Thank you very much. Is your dream outfit <laughs> a great ruffled Elizabethan gown <laughs> with a sort of giant wig with a ship in it? If I said, what's your absolute <laughs> best thing to wear, would you go, well, it would be a lime green yeah. velvet cow costume? No, yeah. it would be something... I mean, maybe it would. But If it was a ball... I don't know, not a ball, but like if, if we're all, <laughs> if it was like wear whatever you like day. Yeah, what would you wear? Yeah, I'd probably wear, what was that lime green cow costume you said? <laughs> <laughs> if it was a ball, you might wear a dinner jacket. You'd wear a really nice version of something normal, wouldn't you? I guess so, but then that's wearing stuff. I wouldn't wear, yeah, I probably wouldn't dress like this. This isn't my fan. This isn't my glad rags. You wouldn't necessarily dress like that. I made a bit of an effort. But it would you, be you were coming in. a nice version of the same thing. When I say a plowman's, I don't mean I've hacked a bit of old cheddar or something I found in the, the fridge best, and the done cheese. it with a car's water biscuit. Yeah. It's a lovely, sumptuous version. Mm. And mm. people tell themselves that for special occasions, something's got to be, all, you know, you've got to be in uncomfortable shoes, eating something weird. Yeah. You know, you just don't let yourself off the hook. Do what you know is nice. I'm also annoyed that they had to, like, uh, think of a way to get milk into, like, a meal. And they yeah. came up with the plowmans. And they didn't just, like, go invent a milkshake pie or something. I would have liked yeah, that. Yeah, but that, was, that would have been too fast in the 60s. I would have loved a milkshake pie. And if that was a normal thing that we all do, and it was a milkshake pie, but they called it, like, you know... Uh, Oh, uh, milkmaids. Is it a solid or a pie. liquid? <laughs> uh, huh? The milkshake pie, is it a solid or a liquid? Like a... You mean an ice cream pie, really, don't you? Halfway between a solid and a liquid. Like a, no, like a milkshake, but it's yeah. like set a little bit. Like a, like a cheesecake. Okay, so che- you mean a cheesecake? No, 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 but, but made of milkshake. <laughs> right. A milkshake cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a pie and a blender? Uh, no, no, no. So it's a pie. No. Yeah. But like it's like made of milkshake. Flavoured with milkshake. Yeah. That does sound delicious. I'd like that if that, like was that was like the thing. A milkmaid's a milkmaid's delight. A milkmaid's delight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, James, you can talk around the houses all you want. The order's locked in. Victoria's having a plan. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna think. You, you know, when you kind of sometimes you have an argument and then you think of all the things you should have said afterwards. I feel mm. like that's gonna be me today. I feel like on the way home, and I think of all the things I should have said to Victoria. I, I, I'd, I'd call it by its correct name, which is L'Esprit Le d'Escalier, but I don't want to scare Victoria with a language. Oh, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> like that, those unfamiliar words. <laughs> Your side dish. I've struggled. I would struggle to tell you about a side dish. I want to say cucumber salad because it's quite unusual. Yes. It reflects my exotic European heritage, which is not reflected in my personality. So that's quite interesting. I mean, truthfully, obviously, my favourite side dish would be chips, but 
Yes. What kind of podcast would that be? I mean, everyone's a bit, everyone would just go, I'll have some chips. Well, that's that's pretty much what's happened. It's yeah. the, best, <laughs> to, 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 the best thing. About half, about half the guests. Yeah. <laughs> so I would, I would say cucumber salad, which is a sort of, it's, it's a thinly sliced cucumber mm-hmm. pickled in a kind of sweet oh, yeah. and sour sauce, okay. which is absolutely lovely. I cook it quite often, my mother's recipe. Um, and my husband likes it if I make that for guests because he can tell people it's my mother-in-law's recipe. It's mainly acid. Um, <laughs> he loves my mother, but it's 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 a very I mean it's very labour-intensive because you have to peel all these cucumbers. You have to take all the skin off and then peel them very 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 thinly. Yeah. And then you have to leave them salted for ages and then rinse it off and then you make a sort of sweet and sour pickling acid. Because that does that draws moisture out, right? It draws the yeah. moisture out and then you put the moisture back in right. with acetic with acid. acid and sugar. Right. And it's it's it, it's really good and it's very green and crunchy and fresh tasting. It does sound really good. I really like pickled nice. things and I think yeah, pickled cucumbers are really good and that goes very well with the ploughmans as well. Oh, it it bring, would go well with it. it. I had to bring it up again. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying a lot of guests don't, they pick sort of disparate side dishes that don't necessarily sure, go very sure, well yeah, together. Yeah. But the no, the it goes with everything. Cucumber. It goes with everything. It's weird because when I was growing up, I had my, my mother's side of the family who are were you know from abroad, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. That my my grandma was a wonderful cook, and there were all these like amazing things, including the the eggs boiled inside the chicken. Yeah, but it was really yeah, delicious, yeah. and everything sort of pickly and sweet and sour, and nuts and rum and everything very kind of Jewish East European strong flavors. And she was a fantastic cook. My grandma on the other side, English. I, I, I could best sum up her cooking by saying, if you went round for a Sunday roast, she'd have been so worried about it not being ready on time that she cooked it the day before and then heated it in the morning. Yes. All of it. Yeah. Roast potatoes, chicken, the lot cooked and then heated up. Really, but I love that food as well. Yeah. But it was very, very badly done. <laughs> dry, dry and sort That's of... That's not how you're told to do a roast. Flowery and horrible. No. So I definitely have a sense that the more exotic foods... Mm are the better ones but it has to be ones that I know when I was a yeah, child I don't want it to be a surprise but we had cucumber with everything it does go with a, a ploughman's but it goes absolutely everything I mean it would go with chocolate cake there is no food yeah, right. that isn't improved because it's sweet and sour yeah. and the right flavour comes out according to what you're eating it with how old were you choice. when the recipe was handed down and you got shown how to make the cucumber salad do you know it was really recently Oh. Yeah, and because I was, I always knew if I went to my mum's house for a meal, there would always be cucumber salad. It'll always just be yeah. on the side, yeah. whatever else you're having. And um, I don't think I thought to make it myself until genuinely about four years ago. Right. And now I've got the recipe. It's it's scribbled on the back of a, it's scribbled on the back of an envelope addressed to the Inland Revenue, <laughs> which is obviously what I had to hand when I was on the phone to my mum going, yeah. how do you make it? Yeah. And it's just scribbled on there things like squeeze the salt out of the cucumber, mm-hmm. spoon... And it's the kind of recipe you'll get from your mum, which is just keep adding sugar till yeah. it tastes all right. Yeah. You know, there's no measurements. And I often think to myself when I look at the recipe, it was only three or four years ago, but I think, did I did I pay any tax that year? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I clearly didn't send anything anywhere. So maybe they'll catch up with me one day. Yeah. But when I do pay, they'll get a bonus recipe, won't they? So yeah, yeah exactly. they'll be yeah. delighted yeah. when that comes Yeah, you'll through. get a rebate when okay. they start making that. So your mum didn't show you how to make it. She wrote the recipe down and sent you off to... She showed me how to make something. So some things I can make because I've watched my mother making them. But no, the, 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 the cucumber... It's like her, the, her sweet and sour tomato soup with mm. stuffed pimentos. Oh. Another thing that 
because it can be like a time machine food yeah. that you yeah. ate when you were a child if you haven't had it for a bit mm. and you have a bite and I, I remember making that based on a recipe that my mother had given me on the phone and it was really magical oh wow this yeah, is, it really takes you takes I've you back to that. Bitten place. my way into yeah. 1987. <laughs> this is amazing. In ratatouille, that's what happens, isn't it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, in ratatouille, the food critic eats the ratatouille, and he gets taken back oh, to when yeah. he was a little boy. Oh, that's the kind of yeah. The whole film is pretty much about that. Well, no, it's about a rat who can cook. Is the main? I'd say that's the, the top line. Is it a you? Mm. Uh, is it a you? Good point. Benito. Yeah, I think it's a you. It's a wonderful film. Ratatouille. It's a you. It's definitely a you. Yeah, there's it must no, be a you. Oh, uh, yeah. There's no subject. Well, I guess the, the dark element is that there's a rat in the kitchen, right? Yeah, just pulling his hair and making No, but if you're three, that's good that's, news. That's pretty cool, right? Why would, yeah. would there be no down, downside to that? It's not an issue, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Pretty happy about the rat in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a PG. Ah, no. Uh, How? Know. How is Ratatouille a PG? Yeah, there'll be something. There's nothing. That's not scary fox in there or anything. There's rats going around. And to drink. Well, I don't think... Does it need to go with the ploughman's? It doesn't need to go. No, it's it's your be dream. Because if it had like. to go with the ploughman's, I'd just have a cup of tea. But the best thing I ever drank was a salted caramel martini. Oh, Okay. Which was absolutely amazing. We go, well so, done for immediately getting James back on yeah, board with the so, menu. Someone's putting on a green cow onesie. <laughs> Someone's come around. Do you know why? Because even though it's a very adventurous, exotic thing, yeah. it appeals to a childish palate like mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it just sort of tastes of sort of salted fudge yeah. and alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. I didn't realise, this is quite a curious thing, until we went to New York, I was thinking when it was maybe two years ago, maybe two years ago, and I... I hadn't realised until that trip that uh, you're going to think it's really odd that I didn't know this because I know quite a lot of things, but that a cocktail was really supposed to contain more than one type of alcohol. Right, okay. Yeah. So I had only ever drunk cocktails where it's an alcohol and a fruit juice. Yes. So it might be a vodka and orange, a Malibu and pineapple, a Bellini, that kind of thing, or a Buck's Fizz. And I sort of understood that people drank these things that were different alcohols in a glass, but that just seemed absolutely disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And I'd never had it. And then we were staying in this hotel and they had a cocktail bar and there was <laughs> I just tried it for the first time huh. and I had a magnificent <laughs> doorway <laughs> to alcoholism, basically. Yeah, 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 sort yeah. of swung open. <laughs> and it's amazing when you mix tequila with Cointreau yeah. and, and I'd just never done it it was incredible and I drank these things Cosmopolitans and sidecars <laughs> and they were all just absolutely delicious and the best of them was a salted, salted caramel, caramel martini. martini I mean you couldn't stand oh, up after two of them yeah. right yeah and yet it tasted like a child's pudding yeah. so I've never had like an espresso martini because I just don't want to I just don't want to find out oh they're the best yeah I, I don't, I don't want to find out that they're the best yeah. I just think sometimes I, I, I know myself and yeah. I think that that is not, that's, yeah, that's a door I'm leaving They're shut. They're crazy. I mean, I've, I've had nights where I've had like four or five espresso martinis yeah. and then I'm sat up at like four in the morning going, oh, I don't really don't want to go to sleep. I wonder why. Oh, you've had a full pot of coffee on top of that. <laughs> that's absolutely the same thing to do. Can you remember what was in the salted caramel martini? No. <sighs> I mean, no, I don't know what's in a normal martini. It was it was a closed world to me, the world of the proper cocktail. Yeah. We got, um, David gave me for Christmas last year, no, it was for my birthday, actually, 
a margarita kit, so a bottle of tequila, (laughs) a bottle of Cointreau, some limes and a cocktail shaker. So that was amazing. So I could just about make that now. It's it's one part of one and two parts of the other, I think. The martini, no. Whatever's in a normal martini, I suppose. Would it be vodka or gin, I guess? It'd probably be vodka, I guess. No, it was definitely vodka. Yeah. It was definitely vodka. Salted caramel, of course. salt and sugar. Do you make a good margarita? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to make a bad one. Right. You put in tequila and Cointreau and yeah. lime and yeah. put a salt on the glass. Brilliant. Oh, I want one. So the, the problem with this podcast is um, we always, we, we'll do it in the day and then the three of us will text each other in the evening mm. because we're eating or drinking whatever the person talked about. Oh, yeah. Really? So, yeah, so we'll probably all be texting each other to like, go and go a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could really go for a margarita, actually. I'm going out tonight. I might have a margarita. Yeah? Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, well, it's Valentine's. Oh, yeah? Of course. So For, uh, for the listener, we're, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Me and my fiancé are going to see Book of Mormon, then we're going for a late-night Chinese meal at Parc Chinois. Seriously? Yes. That is a brilliant Valentine's Day. Yeah, right? I'm, well I'm really done. excited about it. Yeah. I think it'll be a good night out. That's nice that you've got a fiancé. Yeah, nice, right? Being engaged is brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> join that bit. You're saying the next bit's not good. Yeah, no, the, being the, married the, is also There was way too much nostalgia in your voice there. Victoria. No, you know what it is? Being married is also brilliant, but uh, for me, being engaged was the big change. Yeah. Because once you're engaged, you go, that's it, I'm done, this is it, it's yeah, for yeah, life. You've yeah. sort of made the decision yeah. then. Yeah. So the, the, the marriage bit is also lovely, and yeah. you go, my husband, and that's all nice. But the engaged thing is what felt like a completely different world. Yes, yeah, that's, that's how it feels. And you go, that's so exciting. weird, if we have a big row, we don't break up. So right, it sort yeah. of does, it doesn't really matter. You just can't. Not that we do, Rao, but you. We could, we come now to the dessert. Um, obviously, I, I feel like I'm I'm ready for this. I mean, you know, um, I feel more optimistic now that you've chosen to put in as your drink. So like, I feel okay. Um, although Ed seems to be also eerily calm. I'm calm, thinking that you're completely on his side with the. Well, I know and you're biscuits. not going to pick cheese and biscuits. We know that. I'm not going to pick cheese and biscuits. I think, well, a slight complication for me with dessert is always, my favourite desserts have cream in, but I don't like cream. Hmm. So, Interesting sentence. So at my dream restaurant... Actually, what, hold on a second. Yeah. James, you can't let that yeah, slide. Yeah, sorry. We, we will need to know why that is. Why I don't like cream? Why, no. why, why are things your favourite if, if a component of them you don't like? I know, it's masochistic, isn't it? Mm. I, I don't know. But for example, a trifle. Mm. Everything in it is delicious, and then but it has cream in, and that ruins it. But if it's my dream restaurant, I could have it without. Yes, totally. So now you have the sponge soaked in sherry and the tinned mandarin, Mm, and maybe some jelly and a lot of custard Custard, and hundreds and thousands. No cream. Yes, absolutely. You just take the top layer off. Yeah, that's fine. I'm doing that for you. Or my mother's chestnut roulade, delicious minced chestnut chestnut paste Mm. wrapped round cream. But you could have it without the cream. Totally. Yeah. Um, but if that's too complicated, I would perhaps say rice pudding because that's very milky, but not cream. It's weird, isn't it? I love dairy products, but not cream. Are you all right, James? You don't like rice pudding? I I haven't got a major issue with rice pudding. Is it too like cheese? But I think it's pretty bland and (laughs) I may be a little bit on the edge. (laughs) Um... I think we should say rice pudding is the order then, mm. if this is what it's doing to him. What do you put? You put in stuff in the rice pudding though, surely? Well, some milk, <laughs> some butter. Obviously, you butter the dish. Lovely. Lots of lots of lovely rich butter around the dish. You put like a blob of jam in the rice pudding, obviously, or something. Oh, um, you know, no, you can have jam. Would you feel happy if I sprinkled some cinnamon on there? Uh, 
You don't want to ruin it. This simplicity. It sounds like a bowl of porridge. Oh, lovely. A bowl of porridge is lovely, but it's not a pudding thing. I think, no, I think you don't want to mess with it. You want some lovely butter in the dish, milk, a bit of pudding rice, and maybe a sprinkle of sugar and cinnamon. Yum, 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 yum. Okay. Pure. Where, okay. Where's the best place you've had? I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. For now. We've not. No. You're really angry, and you've clearly made your judgment already. And I'm disappointed with myself, Victoria. I, I, I didn't want to behave like this during your episode. <laughs> it's not. It's, yeah, I did. I, I did. I sometimes it's when you go in with your guard down, and I've got in with the, I got into this episode with my guard down. Yeah. I'll, I'll hold my hand up. I thought I was either completely safe territory here, and I didn't think I was being thrown so many curveballs. Did I seem like someone who'd like really fancy food? Not fancy. Not fancy. Like, Tom Kevin shows a big Knickerbocker glory, and I was like, yep. Yeah. So, not fancy. No, but Knickerbocker glory is covered in cream. If it was just yes. the ice cream and the cherry and the nuts, yeah. yes, yes, fine. Yes, yes. Okay, I can understand the cream thing. Why, I, I, why, don't why, mind, why, I don't, don't mind the like rice pudding, but I agree it's got to have a dollop of jam or something, something on it. it. right? But then I think I'm mainly just eating the jam. Like so with porridge as well, whatever whatever's like on the porridge, I would prefer to just eat the thing that's on the... all sweet and milky... A little bit of nutmeg, maybe. Where's the the best one you've had? What's the, the best like, one I've had? The best rice pudding you've ever had. Do you know what I love? The tinned one. But you couldn't ask for that. No, ambrosia. You couldn't ask for that. Creamed rice. I kind of agree. Oh, I wouldn't in a I'm restaurant that would be rude. <laughs> I feel like Victoria's come here to troll me. But this oh. is your dream restaurant. If you want the genie to go and open a can of ambrosia rice pudding, you can totally do that. You can't. Don't feel bad about that. Do you know what? I'm having a flashback to a time when we were about seven mm-hmm. and my mum made rice pudding and obviously that's the best one obviously yeah. if I could have yeah. it I'd have it in our childhood house and my mum's made it mm-hmm. but I'm remembering my brother's friend Adam Rosen had come for tea and it was rice pudding and he said can I have jam in it my mum said no right. and at the time <laughs> like I Rose. thought quite right no you don't put jam in a rice pudding you know when you're that age you're absolutely yeah. certain that your parents yeah, are right yeah. about it yeah, of, course of course you don't then years later, I did feel sorry for him because I thought, well, obviously, I mean, at his you house, they do out. have jam. Yeah. Would have been very disappointing. Yeah. You could quite politely ask for some yeah. jam. Yeah, have some it. jam. No. 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 Shut up, Adam Rosen. No. You <laughs> don't have any jam. Oh, poor Adam Rosen. He just wanted some jam in there. That's all he wanted, wasn't it? A bit of yeah. jam. So you would like a tin of ambrosia rice pudding? Or do you want your mother's rice pudding? No, which you, can you also... asked what was the, my favourite one. And I, <laughs> yeah. I do love the ambrosia one, but I think, no, I don't think I'd have a tinned one because... That would seem odd. And also you have that cold, and I think after yeah. I've had a cold main course, mm-hmm. haven't I? I've had the sure. bloomers and the yeah. cucumber salad, so I think you want a hot pudding. Hot pudding. So I think you, my you know, mother's Yeah, your mother's rice, your mother's rice, rice pudding. pudding. Yeah. With no jam. Lovely. You, you, you would like plain rice pudding? It's not plain. It's got a bit of cinnamon. A bit of cinnamon in yeah. the rice pudding. A bit of nutmeg, maybe. A cinnamon, a bit of nutmeg. Lovely. Oh, oh, oh. i tell you what I won't have. Yes. Food poisoning. <laughs> because I've chosen simple things. You've chosen simple things. It's it's a vegetarian meal, I think. I don't yes. think we've had any meat. No meat. Mm-hmm. It's all stuff I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to be up at five in the morning feeling ill. No. I'm going to be sated, full, comforted. You'll definitely be all of those things. Yeah. It's a very it's a very mm-hmm. homely, comforting meal. I think. However, I will be up at five in the morning feeling furious. <laughs> I would be the one staying up all night pacing around like, I don't know why she chose that space. Let me tell you this. She's just trying to mess with me. When you publish the recipe book for this show, yeah. 
I bet you any amount you like, mm. my page is going to be the one that's covered in yeah. flecks of milk and flour, yeah. the edge <laughs> bent over, people scribbling in the margin, what's the best sort of Stilton to have, yeah. the recipe for the vinaigrette. People are going to be flicking over yeah. your pages of, you know, whatever other people are eating, <laughs> chicken feet stew. Very interesting. But they'll be eating my... They'll be making your ones. Yeah. I don't, right, now we come to the part of the show where I read your order back to you. I cannot wait. I don't know how I'm going to do this one. I think, weirdly, this <laughs> this has made me the angriest out of all of them. <laughs> like, I don't think it definitely has. It definitely has, and I don't yeah. I don't know how you've done it. <laughs> I don't know how you've done it, Victoria. <laughs> This is amazing. I don't... <laughs> oh. Do you know what's awful? This is like my dad, you see, when I was little. And we'd yeah. go to a restaurant yes. and I'd go, can I have an avocado and yeah. a plain spaghetti with butter? And my yeah. dad would say to the to the waiter, spaghetti al burro, yeah. because he tried to make it sound more exotic. Yeah. And then he'd hiss at me. It's not proper. <laughs> We've come to a restaurant. You're not having a proper thing. It's just like you're like him. Yeah. You I, do, I, I do feel like your father, but, <laughs> but I'm in the position where, you know, not only is it a restaurant, it's a dream, fantasy, whatever you like, <laughs> limitless possibility one and so I'm, I'm losing it even well, more let's, let's let's hear Victoria's dream meal please Victoria James. you would like tap water here's the thing tap water didn't annoy me the first time round yeah, and now it is context. now it's annoying because like <laughs> in the bigger picture it's very frustrating because oh, I'm imagining I'm imagining also it's tap water from your own home as yeah. well like you just yeah, said, why not from my house you, you would like for your dream meal, tap water, bread with lots of butter, warm wholemeal roll with raisins. Ah, oh, I'm nostalgic for those days. That was, when, that was when you made me want that. I really want to go home and have that. I'm genuinely going to eat that at some point soon. Starter, just an avocado with some vinaigrette. Made a ploughman's with cheddar still and triangles of bread. I'm, I'm actually genuinely digging my fingers into my leg. I'm grabbing my leg so hard that I'm causing myself pain to get myself through the sentence because it's so long. I think it sounds delicious. Triangles of bread, grapes, apple, pickle, no celery. Side, cucumber salad. The home, I like that sound of that very much. Drink, salted caramel martini. I'm going to just stare at that sentence for a bit longer so I don't have to move on. <laughs> Dessert, rice pudding with a little bit of cinnamon. Mother's homemade rice pudding. Yeah. Lovely. <sighs> Lovely. Ooh. I think that sounds nice. That's sounds a more of amazing. A, you know, I mean, maybe I'm just wound up because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not about Victoria. I'm yeah. taking it out on her. No, it's definitely about that menu. Definitely about that menu, isn't it? But I but don't you could eat that and you could get on with your day. Yeah, you can eat. It's not gonna. You can have that. You know, you're right. Yes, it's delicious. If I, if I have that for my Valentine's meal, I'll be happy. You tonight, as you tuck into your badger endouillette with orange <laughs> sauce, <laughs> it'll come back into your mind. How delicious the simple pleasure of a ploughman's. Of a ploughman's. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll thank, you, thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, Victoria. I feel like this uh, this episode will cause much discussion online. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, Victoria, I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to come off as the bad guy on this yeah. one. I, I, I really don't feel good about so, it. I, well, it's been a lovely visit. I didn't expect to be harangued by the waiter. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not leaving anything for service, but no, the, the meal yeah. was oh, delicious. And feel free to write whatever you like on TripAdvisor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can only apologise. I could have... Okay, you all right, James? Ah! Well, that's the uh, Victoria's gone now. James is just getting really getting some stuff out of his system. I can't. But it's even weirder. Now she's gone. 
It's even more infuriated. I, 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 the thing is, Ed, is that she's such a nice person, and so it just feel I feel awful being this angry about it. Yeah, but you're very angry. Tap water, just an avocado. Yeah, just an avocado to start a plowman's lunch and rice pudding. <laughs> I tell you what. I- I am not fully on board with the menu. You know, it's not necessarily my sort of thing. But I would have every guest pick a menu like that to see this reaction from you. Oh, I would, I would, I would have that lovely cucumber salad and, and uh, salted caramel martini. Well, no, Fair you enough. can't. That all comes with the meal. You need to have. You need to have the whole meal Plowman's if you want those things. Lunch. Plowman's. A cold main. Just. Uh, I'll just describe what James is doing now. He's so frustrated. He's put his hands. <laughs> backwards onto the side of his face he looks like that uh the uh dinosaur in jurassic park that spits in um wayne knight's face yes yeah that's exactly what yeah. I, and he probably was spitting all the time so he just heard about someone ordering a plowman <laughs> just like, spitting out branston pickle Ugh, disgusting yeah that's what it is in, in, in wayne knight's face is branston yeah. pickle go, go, going into his eyes because he's spitting out a plowman it's just disgusting look the reason we do this podcast is we like to investigate people's food tastes. We like to talk about them, about what they enjoy. And, of course, there's going to be a spectrum of tastes, James. Oh, I think that Victoria just knew that we were going to pick a quail's egg for her. And then she was like, just, she's like, oh, they'll probably pick something fancy for me as the secret ingredient. Yeah. So I'll just go as, as bland as I possibly can yeah, so was... that I, I won't fall into any traps. I won't get kicked out the restaurant. No way a quail's egg was popping up in that pub menu. <laughs> So, James, that's it for another week. You're going to have to go and calm yourself down, mate. Oh, somehow I will. Uh, Maybe I'll calm myself down by uh, eating some more Frankamanka pizza because they sent us loads of free pizza, didn't they, Ed? They did. I tell you, I'm glad it didn't arrive on the day we were were doing an episode with Victoria. I'd imagine she would have been straight in the toilet to eat a sandwich if if she even saw an artichoke. Yeah, eating a little plain bread and butter sandwich. (laughs) Victoria! Can people come and see you be this angry live? Oh, hopefully not. Hopefully I won't be this angry when you see me live, but I don't know, I don't know when I'm actually going to get over this. So at the time of recording, who knows? Uh, yeah, I'm on tour. All the dates are on my website. Uh, also, you know, just there's loads, I've, I've plugged other stuff on this site before. Go on Netflix, watch my, my Netflix specials repertoire. Yeah. Uh, got a book out called Classic Scrapes. Please buy that. They're all funny stories. I, I back all those things. I want you to go and do the, all of those things. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably on tour. If you go on edgamble.co.uk forward slash gigs, check out my Twitter at edgamblecomedy. Instagram's the same. Check out the Off Menu social media. Yes. Twitter at Off Menu Official. Same on Instagram. And check out our fancy website, Off Menu Podcast. .co.uk All the episodes are on there, I imagine. Yes, and please rate, subscribe, do all of that lovely stuff, spread the word, get it up the charts, uh, and keep listening. <sighs> okay, I'm going to lay down now, Ed. Go and take a breath, man. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com My name is Ian Smith. And I'm Amy Gledhill. And we are from the Northern News Podcast. Where we take a deep dive into the bizarre stories we find from the North. Hey, and if you like food, and I know you like food actually, because you're listening to Off Menu. We've got stories about pigs getting coaxed off roundabout with crisps. We've got stories about gravy wrestling in car parks. We've got stories about restaurants getting one-star food hygiene ratings. And record-breaking Yorkshire puddings. And we've got special guests. Which you may remember from off-menu episodes such as... Maisie Adam, Tim Key, Rosie Jones, Fatah El Ghori, Phil Wang, and he hasn't been on off-menu... But we got Kevin Kennedy, who played Curly Watts in Coronation Street. Take that, eh, caster? So please, give a listen to the Northern News Podcast. Every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.